0: Before we get the show started, on a serious note, we want to go ahead and address something, something very tragic that happened this past week. On December 10, 2019, a mass shooting occurred at a kosher grocery store located in the Greenville section of Jersey City, New Jersey, in which five people, including two attackers and three civilians were killed, while another civilian and two police officers were wounded. As an update, one of those police officers, actually a detective, passed away by the name of Detective Joseph Seals. You might be going around the internet to figure out what can you do to help. There have been a lot of fake GoFundMe pages that have popped up in wake of this tragic event, but in the source and the show notes, you'll be able to go ahead and find a direct link that's verified that will allow you to do something about this tragic situation and give a little money uh, for Detective Joseph Seals' funeral. Um, if you know anybody who was affected by this attack, please email us at info at and we would love to collaborate with you and figure out what we can do uh, to support our Jersey friends in this uh, really just shitty situation. So with that said, let's go ahead, start the show, um, because we are good people. We are, you know, Jersey strong. We'll get through this. We've gotten through a lot of other crazy stuff. Huh. So, this episode, we're going to be talking about mental health. In the United States, according to mentalhealthfirstaid.com, almost half of adults, 46.4%, will experience a mental illness during their lifetime. This can be anything. So, when someone tells us to take a chill pill, where do we get it? Home? Place of worship? CVS? In this episode of So About Yesterday, we'll talk about how we snag our very own chill pill while supplies last. What's going on, you guys? This is Chance from So About Yesterday, and I'm with my amazing hosts, Sarah and Jonathan. How are you guys doing? I you. Okay. Uh, I cut you off, Sarah. That's no. oh. <laughs> it. I'm sorry, ladies <laughs> first So, Jonathan, how have you been?
1: Oh, I'm good Not ladies first Gentlemen first I mean, you answered first,
0: so Gentlemen first Gentle um, ladies I'm doing
1: pretty well Um.
0: And how have you been? I know you live in Jersey City But is, are your family and friends okay?
1: Uh, from... Luckily, my job was able to inform me what was going on Pulled me good. into the office And uh, allowed me to call up my sister Good Where Nice um, she, Where um, I'm at I'm um, I would say fairly close, like a few blocks away, um, and where she takes the light rail is directly right over there. Wow! Um, oh, while man, she was wow. walking over there, I do have some videos of her taking an Uber, her seeing like people getting sent to a medical centers, stuff like that. Um, but uh, everything's good. Like, good. I'm gonna I'm be honest. Like, I understand this is like a, a tragic thing, but these things happen out here all the time, and I, I don't think it's publicized enough. Right. And, like, I think we need to build a lot more awareness. Not when they, it just becomes a mass shooting, but it doesn't trickle down from just this big mass shooting. It's from random ones that happen around all around the country or all around in your cities.
2: Right, I was surprised that, like, that particular one was what they posted. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that go on within Jersey, at least. And, but I would think that it was because it was... Um, what a, a held up, or a um, what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, active shooter or yeah. hostage situation is what I was looking <coughs> for. Yeah,
0: that's terrible.
2: It's so a little div- a little bit different than usual.
0: Oh. No, other than that, it's just some senseless stuff, and I think it's sure. really disgusting that we've become desensitized to anom- to situations like this. And Jonathan, you're absolutely right. You know, there's so many things that go on on a consistent basis that are just as terrible that, you know, the world doesn't hear about it. But I think because it's become the norm, it's just kind of like, you know, another day in the neighborhood, you know, which is something that we it's sad. It's really sad. I mean, it's I don't know. It's just I mean, its weird. It feels especially so especially real. in
2: our age range. Yes. I mean, we're the generation of Columbine. So right. We started off with that being, like, the biggest thing. Um, Same thing with, like, 9-11. And we've seen, like, mass uh, emergency situations happen. And we've seen them just kind of spiral into shootings, um, massacres. And because it's happening on a more widespread uh, basis in the United States, it's not something, even if, I don't know, I hate to say it, like, two or three people get hurt or pass away like it's not on a large scale so it's hard for right. us to piece all of that together but it's still super important and stu- definitely um, something that we should be paying attention to whether it be with guns or
0: like mental health issues. And I'm so glad that you said that because that segues segway- into our topic today about mental health. Now before I get started um, when's the last time someone told you to take a chill pill. I can personally say for myself, it was probably the other day at work because I'm always freaking out about something because in my mind, I always feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough. So therefore, because man, mind you, I have PTSD for my old job where I gave my blood, sweat and tears for five years to a company that said everything was cool. Man, mind you, I lived where I worked and then out of nowhere, I was accused of Stealing, which that very same day, they exonerated me and said, oh, okay, we realized you we weren't stealing, but still fired me and put me out on my butt on the really? streets. So I have this paranoia of as if I'm not doing my job or even doing 10% of my job, then I could be easily written off and then thrown out on the streets. And I know that at the end of the day, worst case scenario, if I no longer had a job, you know, I still have my wife who also has a job. I, you know, we have some savings. It's not the end of the world. But in my mind, I always feel like whatever I do is never enough. So I'm always freaking out whenever I get asked to let me talk to you. And I hate this shit. Hey, let me talk to you. If someone says I want to talk to you later on in the day, but they don't give you any contact Whoa, saying, hey, let me go yeah. ahead and talk to you. About um, what? <laughs> right. Then I start freaking out. Then I start doing bad in my job. Then I start sweating bullets and I'm already sweating because I'm a big guy. Then that just kind of makes me even more paranoid. So I would appreciate it. You know, just if if you are a manager or if you are an advisor, I highly recommend that if you want to talk to someone, at least let them know and preface it with, hey, I want to talk to you later on this uh, evening. Don't worry. It's nothing bad. I just want to, you know, discuss uh, numbers or, hey, Just want to talk to you later on. I'm really concerned about X, Y, and Z. And then, great, I can use that time to, like, digest the information, think of what I'm going to say, and then we can have a constructive conversation. But if it's just like, oh, um, I've scheduled you a certain amount of minutes out of uh, your job just to have a meeting, then I'm thinking, all right, well, you guys just taking time to tell me that I'm fired? Because that's what I have automatically in the back of my head.
2: I think we're all conditioned to... Think of the let's talk scenario right. to be a negative one Whether it be work or significant others or parents Like someone says, we gotta talk it's, right. This is never a
1: good situation Fucking hate that I hate the Ugh. text message When you get the text message Yo, um, when you we get home Can we talk? <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't wanna I don't, About what though? Why? Right
0: there is a funny meme that's out there, and we'll try to post it on our Instagram. I know we'll do a better job on our Instagram, but there was a meme that Forget I it. saw where a guy text messaged his boss saying, hey, are we still on for today? And that's what I feel, feel like doing every morning when <laughs> I roll out of bed. I know what you're still- talking about. Are we still on for today? Yeah, we're on for every day because right. you work here. Right. Just, Just want to make sure I still work here. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) I don't know. The last time someone told me to take a chill pill is when I had an interaction. Um, They didn't tell me to take a chill pill, but they were just kind of insinuating, like, yo, like, you're good. Like, chill. You're doing okay at your job. And still, no matter how many accolades I might get, I still have in the back of my mind that little paranoia of just, like, oh, God.
2: See, I think I'm the opposite. I I think that... I normally, in the chill one, at least if we're talking about, like, work or just in interactions in general, so I'm very chill, like, oh, it'll be okay, or, you know, everything, the same thing with memes, like, oh, everything's fine, and there's, just like, a fire around me, and I'm like, it's all right, like, it does we can get through this, and I just, I try to power it out, but then when I go home or when I'm, like, by myself, it's like I have shoved so much anger and hatred and negative thoughts down deep into the depths of my soul and it just keeps piling on top of each other so even on the smallest of situations sometimes i get angry or frustrated because i have all of this over exerted like anger and frustration mm. that i've never been able to like put out there
0: your dog, you know is I mean? feeling it. Your dog, yeah, is he's, get, yeah,
2: he was like, I'm you can hear him growl.
0: You're doing that DMX growl. He's
2: getting, yeah.
0: <sighs>
2: <Ugh. laughs> <sighs> X gonna give it to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's sitting on my lap. All of a sudden, he was like, "Fuck this."
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting right next to the microphone too, so I like that you can hear he's him. He's picking
0: up what you're putting down. Right. And he feels you. It's a doggy dog like, world. Set about it, dude. Yeah, man, I like him. Uh me too. I would say for me But yeah dude like
2: he, He's feeling my vibe He's getting all that frustration right into him
0: My guy You're But so
1: uh, I understand where you guys Are coming from Like um For me like I I do what Sarah does Like I I take all that stuff And I put it inside But when you was won't... your
0: last chill pill when, when was the last time Someone told you Jonathan You need to take A chill pill
1: Uh actually it was Like I was just telling you earlier Uh Off the air Uh just yesterday, like uh, I was, I felt like I was gonna break down. Like, uh, and I'll be honest with you guys, I went through a breakup, uh, 8 year relationship. I, I'm all out of that, and I'm figuring it out, everything, and I'm changing a lot of things in my life, and I'm seeing things differently in my life, and, and like, I mean, like in a new light. And I feel like I need to change everything. I need to get rid of friends. I gotta replace my friends. I gotta put more positive people. And I felt like I wanted to like, like I just wanted so many different changes. And my, I was talking to, uh, like my advisor and he was like, whoa, you're, you're, you're taking on a lot of things. I I, I see what you're trying to do. And he goes, I see the person that you are and the person that you're trying to become. And I love it, but I think you need to chill out. I think you're trying to keep yourself busy with all this other stuff, not dealing with what what's bothering you inside. And I think that's that's what happens. We all Respect. we all try to keep ourselves thinking about all these other things and keep busy and and dig it deep down inside but we will break down. Like I was breaking down inside right there. I was like uh and I'm not the type of person who tears up but lately I've been so fucking emotional. Holy fuck. I just been like Welcome you know when to you get crew. that little- <laughs> That yeah. little fucking ball in your chest, you're like like when you're a kid and your mom slaps you in the <laughs> mouth and you're like, stop, crying. Stop, stop crying. Stop crying. I can't tell stop you how many
2: times up. I've cried at like this is us or just stop. some Cheers. random Cheers. emotional advertisement where I'm like, What why am I crying? Yeah. Like sorry. when I was younger I wouldn't even cry at a funeral nope. and like I'm crying on a fucking television show.
1: And oh, it, no. it, it bugs me out because I think what we're we condition ourselves to because like for me I never got to seek the help that I required like maybe talk to somebody and I I think I tried to do that and it never worked out like I, I just didn't see the point of somebody and I we had this conversation I never saw the point of me telling somebody my story and them telling me how to do what the fuck I need to do when they never lived mm-hmm. my fucking life so I'm like fuck that Right. so I try to figure out ways to to deal with this and I'm so glad that you said
0: talking about the ways to deal with it because you know as far as the issues that we face when it comes to needing to take a chill pill, what would be the panacea for the situation? And currently, right now, I am uh, seeing somebody new. Uh, and I mean, a therapist. Oh, I was not- about to say, you better not say that shit near your right? wife. <laughs>
2: right, right. like, <laughs> I so no, you know, you're no. going
0: with this. Right, it's a nice, nice lady. <laughs> but I will say, in the beginning, um, it started off pretty rocky. To give you a, a cliff notes, no pun intended, Ten. no pun intended, um, session one, she ta- asked me what we wanted to talk about. I said grief, self-worth, the works. Session two, I thought she was going to go ahead and refer to the notes. She said, I-, I thought we were going to pick up. She said, we will pick up where we left off next session. Cool. Session two rolls around. I totally forget about what we talk about last but i'm thinking in my mind all right she wrote stuff down no problem we can refer to that get there oh yeah i so said what did you want to talk about oh you said we we're gonna uh pick up where we left off unfortunately i didn't bring a notebook last time and i can't remember what we talked about <laughs> so you can just go ahead and refer in those what? notes wow. and uh talk about uh what we were gonna uh, talk about she said oh well i can't do that i'm like um. Okay well maybe you don't know me But I talk in circles And I can just kind of talk up a storm And if you just don't tell me what to talk about Then I can't get anywhere So I'm just like you That's know what? impressive
2: I'm just... that you told her
0: Yeah that. cause like I just I'm just talking it's just it's crazy I want to take advantage of this time Anyway she says yeah. I can't do that and I said ma'am respectively where I work People come in And they Need something, so I give them a solution, and then they leave. So, in this respect, the reason why I'm here with you because you are a trained professional, and I'm trusting in your experience and knowledge to assist me in my struggles right now. Oh my God! So, wow. what he I would the hammer to do, down on your yeah. therapist. So, what I would love for you to do because I know we took notes in the beginning because I don't know why you would ask me about what we wanted to do, and you took notes. Let's refer to one of those notes. And maybe in the beginning of each session, no, you didn't. just say, hey, let's talk about no. my, my issues. You said it with like myself. that? Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, he paying, so, you're, you're paying uh, for yeah. it. Well, it's my a job is paying service. for it. I get it. Right. But my like, job is paying for it, but it's just kind of like a ticking. Anyway, so bones. she was just like, look, I can't do that. I can't do that. So I'm leaving this place freaking frustrated. Um, and yeah. then, like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get a second here. So I talked to a team member. And they had told me, you know, look, uh, and I go online like, what is a therapist supposed to do? Because I'm trying to hold the therapist accountable. Like, see, cool. you see the guidelines. This is we supposed to do? Uh, but I had to reset the expectations with her. And I realized that a therapist isn't there to tell you what to do. They're supposed to be there to help you come to your own conclusions. Correct. And When I talked to my coworker, it was the fact that I didn't want to take responsibility for my issues. And if but I had you to didn't take responsibility for my time. issues, <laughs> right? If I take responsibility for my issues, <laughs> then I had to be responsible for finding my own answers. And because I don't trust myself, I don't want to find my own answers because I'm afraid of putting myself in a more excuse my French. Shittier situation um, So I went back I apologized She said you've seen me I said, absolutely I was mad But I had to reset my expectations Because I wanted to put the onus on you To give me answers to life Because I came here I wanted answers And that's the way li- life doesn't work like that
2: Yes yeah, I know it. that,
0: I to, Right <laughs> and she also called me out on my stuff She says I noticed that during our conversations You do talk a lot As I'm doing right now But I never get to the core of something important. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm dancing around something. And I'll keep you guys posted on what that thing I'm dancing around. Uh, but when it comes to just finding that chill pill, first and foremost, when someone tells you to take a chill pill, the best and the first step you should take is calling bullshit on yourself. It's, it's calling a spade a spade. It's understanding that, you know what, I do need a chill pill. And the reason why I need a chill pill is because of X, Y, and Z. And when you figure out why you need the chill pill, then you can properly diagnose yourself and get the help you need. You would never go to CVS and get Robitussin for a gunshot wound. No, you wouldn't understand. Yes, this is a very extreme. <laughs> that is example, the wrong. Senator. But you have an issue and you have a wrong medicine for the issue. You know what I you know need? The-
2: Twizzlers. I gonna right. This is going to
0: help. So everyone is different and everyone's wounds are different and not everyone's wounds take the same amount of medicine or treatment as I everyone think else
2: i kind of a, like i uh speaking of aligning i super uh feel that i mean my scenario a little bit different like but i i can feel how you want something different from what you're getting right so for me i've been to like 3 different therapists in my life um all like basically after college so all my adulthood and most of the time when I go to a therapist it just seems like I'm going there I tell them about my issues that I've had in the past or traumatic scenarios and okay now we know my background and then every time that I go there I, I default to just talk okay so how was your week? I default to talking and I kinda almost do it like I do with work, where I'm like, Okay, this is how my week was and this thing was bothering me or here's a story I could tell and I try to be upbeat and like friendly as so I would fake. to a friend,
0: you know? So you're fake to your yeah, therapist. Be
2: my fake person that I am. And I'm so not saying that fake? I'm fake, but my you know, my retail
0: Mm-hmm. attitude. So well, why would you be fake to a ther- to someone you're
2: Because I money default to. to that when it's someone I don't know. Because it's someone that I'm already a little bit uncomfortable with because they're a stranger. So well, isn't it I've always that they- I've always wanted someone that would kind of like you said call me on my bullshit. Not necessarily be that blunt with me. I would like to have a little bit of like You know, compassion But I I want someone that would be like Okay, and why were you feeling this way? Or tell me specifically about this time So, to kind of catch up I recently went to go see a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. And if listeners don't know the difference A psychologist is basically... And I'm just, I'm not looking at anything in front of me. I'm just ballparking this. But so anyone that's in the medical field, please, I apologize. But a psychologist from my layman's term knowledge is someone that has gone to college. They may have a bachelor's or master's degree. Um, They typically are like a therapist or someone that is there to talk to you, um, to discuss. They are... Someone that is well versed in the knowledge and they are there for therapy. A psychiatrist
0: is someone like who's a podcast to me.
2: <laughs> a psychiatrist is someone who is a doctor. They have a PhD in psychology, um, or you know, within that uh, realm. They have the ability to write prescriptions. Um, so they not only can then Uh, do therapy sessions with you and talk through it but they have the ability to say this is what I think that we should do you're on this medication now maybe we should try that medication Um, so they have a little bit more schooling and they have uh, a lot of bit more ability when it comes to uh, you know prescribing things so I went to the psychiatrist and damn I love her like she is fantastic and is worth every cent um, really? Because
0: her makes her amazing.
2: Well I just like I just find her to be a genius It's like the perfect balance of Talking to me Like I will She'll ask me a question like Well tell me about this And I'll be like uh this is how I felt about it And she'll be like no but go into more detail And I needed someone to do that I needed someone to say like No tell me about this specific thing How did you feel when that happened What were you thinking when it did Uh, Do you see the correlation between then and now? So I was telling her about when I was being bullied in college. And I went into each specific detail. Um, And she... I don't know how she knew, but like we all know that I really love history. And she... uh, Shout out to Sipping
0: Liberty.
2: Shout out to Sipping Liberty, uh, my podcast I do. But she gave me an analogy about... Um, because I have such a difficult, uh, problem with, uh, my self-esteem, if someone, I was letting her know that like someone said something to me at work, we're really good friends, but it completely threw off my day. She gave me an attitude. I didn't appreciate it. And it just made me feel shitty for the rest of the day. And she kind of took like how I was being bullied by these women in college and took how I feel now about being lambasted like that and took it and built it around this analogy about Monica Lewinsky. Mm. And she was like, I'd like you to think about it like Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky was a victim. She was like, most people sit there and think, oh, you got Bill Clinton, there's this woman, she was, you know, giving him blowjobs in the Oval Office and right. and you know uh, she she was a home wrecker and all these things happened. She's like Monica Lewinsky was a victim. Uh-huh. She was like people made fun of Monica Lewinsky for years and she is a victim and she and I said oh my god yeah like I watched the um John Oliver interview with Monica Lewinsky and like how she almost like people told her she should change her name because she couldn't even get a job and it's almost like she knew that this would open up like this analogy within me and I was like yeah like I totally understand where you're coming from she's like well how do you think she is now and I'm like she seems like she's doing great like the interview seemed awesome and you know she does all this philanthropy work and blah 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 and she was like so that victim was past Monica Lewinsky. In the moment, like 19-year-old Monica Lewinsky, she was the victim. She's like, but adult Monica Lewinsky, she is a victor. She is the one that stood above it, said, I don't need to change my name because I'm not the one that was at fault and I can rise above it. And she was like, and that's what you need to do. Like, you need to remember that if someone's having a bad day, it's not your fucking problem. Just because it and it, and it can absolutely bother you, but that doesn't mean that it is your problem that that person had. Like, just because they came at you, like, just let it blow off your shoulders like you would anything else. And I was like, that is a genius hmm. idea. She's like, you should totally read her uh, memoir. And I was like, I'm going to keep coming back. You're amazing. <laughs> but That's being awesome. able to talk that stuff out and have that kind of person that will like relate those things to you and be able to tell you like, yeah, you can change your meds if they don't feel like they're working or like, yes, please tell me in more detail about stuff. Like, I, I, I think it's amazing that we're all so much more comfortable about it now. in like 2019, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool that we can have a podcast where we're talking right. about like, I see a psychiatrist and that doesn't make
1: me sound crazy.
0: Right. But Jonathan, Jonathan, I, why you're
1: so quiet right now? What's Oh, I have my my, my my mic on mute. My I know. Mic, I just went on a tangent, like it. I was speaking into it. And I said, <laughs> oh, oh, um, my bad. Uh, what it? For me, like, like I said, uh, like I tried the whole talking to somebody. Uh, like I'm not downplaying anything that you guys do or anything Mm-mm. like that, but like, Mm-mm. I was diagnosed as a child with ADD, and my mom said. No to the pills No to this No to that They put me I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you They put me in a self-contained class Cause I could not uh, Focus hmm. In a class So I had to be Left by myself In a lot of Certain scenarios So for like math If I was doing shitty In certain classes They would take me out of that class Put me into A classroom Where I'm just by myself with. Oh the- to take the tests and oh, stuff Wow To do work Or take a test Oh or Anything wow. like that Um and then let's fast forward a little bit later. I went to go and talk to somebody. I felt like they didn't really connect with me. And like you said, Chance, like I, I was looking at them and I was looking for them for the give me the answers or something like that. And like, I just felt like they wasn't listening. And I understand, like, maybe I need to look at myself. I wasn't listening to myself and I'm seeing that now. But I found my best. I'm being my best person right now since I've been doing this podcast. So like... Doing this has opened my mind up to so many things. I don't. I think being able to be heard and like I don't need like people's feedback, but for me to let off the stuff that I have inside to let it go, and that you guys listen. And sometimes like Sarah like known me for like a few year, years now, and she was like, yeah. "Wow, you really opened up, and you seem different." And absolutely, like I've been doing that. You have come more and more, Jonathan. And I will say that. Like and I appreciate that. Like, you see the change that I'm doing, like from Jr. to Jonathan, because I feel as though I've grown up and I have, like, evolved. Like I'm a fucking Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. Like I Charizard, Like I see what, what you guys are saying. Like maybe medication could have been the right way. I weeded myself off of medication. Like I felt as though I was becoming somebody I wasn't or I didn't want to be, and. I I don't know. For me, and I'm not saying downplaying anybody who takes any medication or anything like that. Sometimes you guys require it. But for me, I just felt as though I was going to cut that all out. And doing this, I've become, like, so open-minded and so zen about things. And I appreciate Chance and Sarah for allowing me to be on here, as I always do. What's your
0: show? So, that's like saying, I allow you letting me sleep in my home. (laughs) <laughs> this is your home. Yeah. You don't have to think. You know, this but is, the, this you guys, is, the listeners, help
1: me get through what I'm dealing with on my everyday basis. Like, Man. I don't need any pills. I don't need anything else. I don't need to talk to anybody. I just need to say what what's on my mind and release it. And if you think it's fucking crazy, that's on you. You can take what I what, what I told you, or you don't have to take it at all. But I, at least, I got my chance to say it. I did. I wasn't that person who just stood there and said and didn't say anything. Right. I got it off my chest.
2: I'm so off, glad it makes too, you feel better. You know too. what I mean? Like I'm 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 happy that like that empowers you to feel better. Like I wish, like I mean, it, sometimes it's I mean, at least for me, like I feel like it's chemical. Sometimes I I just can't. And I could I could sit here and talk all day to both of you about all my problems, but. It, it, You know at the end of the day Quote unquote yeah. it's, it's not gonna Like it's not gonna change the fact That I feel like sad Or lonely or depressed like mm. It's still gonna be a chemical function That my brain is like nope Checked out um, right. So that's I think that's why like the talking Helps but sometimes with certain Like depression like Medically you just That's not gonna be something that can work You know and I think that that's why like being able to take medication for a lot of people, um, or people being able to realize like the uh, the signs of like bipolar and anything that's going on with you, like uh, depression-wise, like you're gonna want to be able to like walk through it. So, I mean, see people get like get yourself out there. Like that's my final thought. Get yourself out there and like talk to someone if you feel like you need to because like suicide's never the answer being sad and depressed is never the answer uh it's gonna happen you're gonna have those feelings but like people
0: Sarah just went out but you know like she's saying you know hurting yourself is not the. there we go she's right. back you just went out temporarily fuck like a minute Oh, you know, you're just saying how I'm suicide. just talking for like into. 10
2: full minutes. No,
0: <laughs> no <laughs> and but I'm the- not
2: even I'm just talking to myself. My mom and I do that all the time. Like, no. oh, no, call drop.
0: That's cool. To- no. But you're you're assessing yourself is as what we all should do. And yeah. as I was talking earlier in this episode, I was asking about where do we get our chill pill from? And as I was on the couch, the very comfy one of the therapist who called me on my stuff She said one thing that really stood out and something that you guys can definitely align with is that when I talked about this podcast, she said, I've never seen you so happy and I've never seen your face light up as much as you do when you talk about your podcast. And with that said, with every episode, I always like to leave you guys with a quote. Worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Randy Armstrong said that. So with that, we'll say peace. My name is Chance. This is Sarah. Sarah.
1: And Jonathan.
0: And this is So About Yesterday. And until next time, we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. You guys be safe.
1: How do
2: you work this thing? Oh, this is Sarah's mom. And this is my favorite podcast. I don't really care for swear words, but I do care about you subscribing and listening every Thursday. Mama knows best.